The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I am The Nightmare. Joining me uh, on the two-year anniversary of the first time he joined me. What the fuck did I get myself into? You got yourself into having a picture of you with pit vipers on the day you got your pit vipers with a goofy look on your face and the words moist panties on a picture circulating the internet now yeah that's been out there for two years yeah but it just i saw it this year and then recirculated again and it got put on our instagram because we need pro- uh stuff for instagram yeah whatever the only thing i don't like about that picture is my haircut because that's like right after i shaved my head yeah and uh good news everybody rotten jack didn't quit Despite threatening to quit last week. I'm still contemplating. I'm talking with legal yeah. about uh, you know compensation for my way out the door. Ooh. A severance package. Ooh, if you get a, a compensation package, let me know because I want to start getting paid too. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are here. We are doing it. Obviously, uh, you know, things got a little, little testy at the end of the last episode in good fun and a little frustration, but mostly fun. No, we actually hate each other. Like, don't let our jolly demeanor fool you. We actually can't I, fucking stand I, each other. I don't think anyone has ever accused you of having a jolly demeanor, my friend. Well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> oh, man. But we're here. We're doing it. We got the uh, the nickname brackets on uh, Instagram in full force. Uh, Going to be posting the next one a little bit later uh, just to keep things hot and fresh and moving and keeping people moving through them. Um, Entertained. You know, got to keep you uh, keep the fans on the edge of their seats, despite the fact that they paid for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the edge. Ah, uh, we had some big big events today. Well, between yesterday and today. So, what'd you do yesterday? Yesterday, I went and I uh, i I went to the store, and while I was walking around the store, I accidentally tripped, and my credit card went into the machine. And it it charged me for a whole bunch of money, and then they just gave me a PS5, and I don't know what happened, but I walked out the door with a PS5. Yeah, that's weirdly how that works, right? Usually, you know, you hand them a shit ton of money that you probably don't really have, and they hand you stuff that you don't really need but really enjoy having, and here we are. Yeah. I, like I said, I just, I tripped. Like, happy little accidents. I tripped. My card went in. They gave me a PS5, and here we are. So you have the new Xbox, too, right? Like, you have both gen... Yeah, I've had the new Xbox for about two years, though. Right, so you, you got it, like, shortly after it came out. Uh, Yeah, about, like, this time, like, two years ago. Because, yeah, because yeah, it was, I've been in my What's current that? apartment for two years. What's that one called again? The Xbox what? The Xbox One X. Okay, yeah, because I, there was the Xbox, then there was the Xbox 360, then there was the Xbox One. And then there was the Xbox One something. Who cares? It's not that important. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we, uh, you know, I, so I was an Xbox guy for a while. I changed over to PlayStation and never really looked back. See, I was the other way around. I originally had a play, uh, PS2. And then when I finally got old enough, I think it was like uh, my high school graduation. Like I took my graduation money and I went to Best Buy the next day and I bought an Xbox 360. And I never looked back from Xbox. Yeah, I, so um, 
to to keep this the story of of the, of all the things happening rolling. Uh, so Gene bought a PS5 yesterday, and about what feels like a month ago now, almost I put or I, I paid for I pre ordered full paid for Hogwarts Legacy for PS4 because that's what I had, and I had an Xbox One laying around, and I just it, it got to a point where I just didn't really play it. Um, you know, like most of my friends who had played Xbox, like the main thing that we all played Xbox for was Halo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo parties were the original Call of Duty parties back in the day. Fun fact: I've actually never played Halo. Uh, and for being an Xbox guy, that's fucking weird. But I, we'll, we will we will dive into the the like the the core of our video gaming yeah. in a minute here. But um, yeah, well, like once Halo stopped being such a popular thing, with especially amongst my friends, like we stopped doing it, we stopped playing, and kind of why I never played it. Like by the time I got into Xbox, like Halo really wasn't like yeah, it was still popular, but like that's fair. It wasn't like front of the mainstream, right? So we um, today, uh, actually last week, I went to st- I stopped in at GameStop and I was like, "What the hell, man!" Like, I keep looking at my email for like, "Hey, your game is in, come get it" type thing. Like, it was weird to me that you released a game and you released it for the new Xbox, the new PlayStation, and PC first, and then like you're doing delayed releases for everything else. Like for the Xbox One, for the PlayStation Four, and even the uh, the DS. So or the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. So like, which I have one of those too, and thanks to you know you and Alley Cat. Yeah. Um. But like, I'm sitting there like, what the hell? Like, I, like I want my damn game. All I he- I, I see, you know, gameplay. Obviously, <laughs> there was a huge um, controversy over Hogwarts yeah. Legacy and whatever. Who gives a fuck? Uh, if you're if you're paying attention for that, that's not what we're talking about. Because frankly, neither one of us give a shit. No, separate the art <laughs> from the artist. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I like I walked in there and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, that got delayed again." I was like, "What the fuck? Like really? Got delayed again?" And the dude pulled it up and he was like, "Oh yeah, I think it's like April fourth or something like that." And then he pulled it up. He's like, "No, they pushed it back to like May sixteenth now." Yeah. And then he went, "Oh shit!" And the uh, the switch is pushed back to mid June now. Yeah, quite honestly, though, I don't even know how that game is going to run on a Switch. I couldn't tell you. Because with how, like, crazy, like, in-depth, like, the graphics are and the mechanics of the game, I don't understand how a Switch is going to be capable of running that game. Well, so here's the scoop, and I'm going to tell you. Tell me. For the most part, I, I, I had two thoughts. So I left GameStop that day, and I was like, you know, this is stupid. Like, I, this is so dumb. And both times I was there doing this, talking to this game, or talking about this game with the guy there. He was like, you know, you have another option. Like, we have PS5s in stock. We have it for PS5 in stock. You can just do that. And I'm like, I'm not shitting $700 out the door right now just for funsies. That's just right. not going to happen. Sorry. And then I'm sitting there. I'm like, like so I got taught when, when I pre-ordered it the first time. I got talked into the pro membership at GameStop. And there's some uh-huh. perks to that. And it's pro week right now. And he was like, well, you know, listen, we get like if it's pro week, you get 20% more on your trade-ins. And you know, there there's certain ways around these things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, maybe I'll do that. And I go home and I start talking to Alley Cat about it. And I'm like, I don't play the Xbox. It's just sitting under my bed at this point, probably covered in cat hair. Yeah. And I don't like I I've I unhooked my PS4 to go to my buddy's house. And then I brought it back, and I never hooked it back up. And then I took it to Florida with me, 
And I hooked it up, and I meant to play it and actually like get into it a little bit. I never actually played it. And I used it to watch Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, this is dumb. Like, it's just sitting here. It's in a bag in my room. It's already bagged up. Yeah. So I threw the Xbox on top of it, threw all my games in a bag, and I hauled my happy ass down to uh, GameStop today, traded all my shit in. I got the PS5. I got God of War. I got Hogwarts. And I got a uh, wireless headset for about 430 bucks after all my trade-ins. Yeah, so that's I, impressive. Yeah, I got like eight to $900 worth of crap for four and change. Sweet. Yeah. I'm in, and now I have an Xbox or a PS5 sitting Yeah, in. because the uh, you got the same like PS5 bundle with the God of War Ragnarok that I Hell did. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. And that was 608 after tax. And then Hogwarts Legacy is another 60 bucks. Sixty or seventy bucks, so, and a hundred dollar headset, and then a hundred dollar headset. So now you're looking at six, seven, just shy of eight hundred bucks yeah. worth of stuff, and for, you paid half. Yeah, so for foreign change, you got like three hundred and change. Yeah, on all your trade. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it was a baller move, and you walked away with all that shit for less than what the system actually cost. Yes, and I am pumped for it. So. Yeah. Uh, have Hogwarts Legacy waiting for me. I have the new the the, the sequel to the second kickoff of God of War, um, and I could not be more pumped. And if you couldn't tell by this point, uh, we're talking video game systems. We're talking just video games, video game systems, new gen, next gen, old gen, Gen One, NES One, Atari. I actually have an Atari. I have the uh, NES one sitting somewhere around somewhere. The one that's worth like a lot, a lot, a lot yeah. of money, like the OG Gen I One wonder NES. Wonder how much like my Nintendo sixty four is worth. I think so. I know the like because when they made the second round of the NES, yeah, they made it like there's something different about it. Like I think the NES one was an original release, and I have one. Mm-hmm. I actually have two of them, but one's just the regular. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the second kick at the can, and the first one is like the OG NES one. Um, can, I have controllers for it. I have a little like shooter blaster guns for yeah. duck hunt and stuff. And that was back when all your controllers were on a cord and you had to sit 10 feet from the TV. 10 and, feet? You were lucky if you had a 10 foot cord. Yeah, no like, kidding. Remember when we started, when I brought my Nintendo 64 over? Yeah, we had to sit on the floor. We were staring sitting up on the at floor. <laughs> we couldn't see anything because we had three foot cables. Yeah, we're we sitting could, there. We're sitting there playing, playing what, Madden 05? 02. John John Fino was on the Bills at the time. Yeah. And and not a starter. Right. The best part about that was just going through and seeing who was on these rosters at that point. And Tom Brady's in the fucking game. Yep. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. But, uh, and just, I remember playing those games. Okay, so... I remember playing those games and being like, holy shit, this is so real, right? right? And now oh you go God. back and look at, like, how did I think these square humans with, like, debatable facial features looked like actual people? I, I don't know, but it did back then. That I know. Was, it was damn near, like, you were like, there's no way graphics could possibly get ever get better than this. Yeah. Yeah, and so, okay, so... Let's dial it all the way back to what was your first system? Uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. Or no, an NES. An yeah. NES. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had the NES too, like we talked about. Uh, I assume you got an Atari later in life when you appreciated the nostalgia um, of it. I didn't technically acquire one. My mom just always kind of had it. Oh. It's just in our my parents' basement somewhere. Gotcha. 
I think it's an Atari twenty six hundred. Yeah, like okay. I think that's what it is. When you when the games are like like there's Pong. Like and, I, and, I booted and, it up. And Donkey once. Kong. No, there's not even oh, Donkey, like just, Donkey Kong's Nintendo. Uh, I could have no Donkey Kong's Nintendo. Like Atari, like you could play like Asteroids and Pong and like maybe Caterpillar and some other stuff, but Atari was very very fucking simple. I I knew that, but I I could have swore no, um, Donkey Kong like was Nintendo Jump, Jumpman or whatever, like with like the original. Mm-mm. I'm gonna look up Atari games now. <laughs> Yeah, it's either the Atari 2600 or the 4600, something like that. Uh, that actually might be worth a pretty penny. It, at this it point. very well maybe. It it really it really might. Um, but no, like my first system was a uh, uh, an NES. So I remember sitting there playing the original Super Mario and uh, Pong Space Race Pong Doubles Gotcha Elimination Rebound Super Pong World Cup Grand Track Ten. How is there Grand Track 10 if there wasn't 1 through 9? It's like a bad it's kind of like series. it's kind of like the iPhones. It went from like the uh like iPhone <laughs> 10 to the iPhone like 20 or something, didn't it? I don't uh, fucking know. I don't know. Twin Racer Touch Me Touch Me Touch Me was a game in 1984. Okay. Actually 1979, I should say. Uh, that that makes sense. The 70s were weird. Yeah. Uh Ping Pong Tank Pursuit Highway Indy 800 Tank 2 Tank 3 Anti-Aircraft Goal Shark Jaws Crash and Score Jet Fighter Outlaw Quiz Show Tank 8 Indy 4 Breakout Hockey Pong What do you think Hockey Pong was different from Normal Pong? Do you think it was just like it looked like you were on a hockey rink? Either that or like the the little the the paddle things looked like hockey sticks or something I don't fucking know. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I there, think there's, yeah, I, there were a lot of games. Yeah, for there was a Holy lot of games shit. for it. Um, Combat, Ultra Pong, Ultra Pong doubles, <laughs> Middle Earth. Yeah, it's a pinball machine or a pinball game. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, oh, remember Avalanche? No. Like I said, I only actually ever like plugged this thing in and booted it up like once just to see if it would work. And I played Pong for about five minutes, and I was like, "All right, I'm fucking bored." Yeah, that's fair. Atari baseball, Atari four player football, bat game, Atari four play, yeah, four play and touch me mini golf. We can play mini golf on Atari. Yeah, I'm not going to keep going. This list is a lot longer than I th- like, really, than I ever anticipated it to be. But, um, yeah, this is generally impressive. Uh, centipede, millipede, snake. Yeah. Yeah. Simple games, shit. Ga- games I can't pronounce because there's weird X's in the middle of them. Yeah. Mrs. Pac-Man. Look at that. 1983 and 1984. Mrs. Pac-Man. Pop. Donkey Kong. Fuck you. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Game. On Atari computers, Apple II, IBM PC, Commodore, VIC20, and TI-99-4A, all in 1983. Put out ah. by Nintendo for the Atari. Uh, okay, so I was partially right. I knew it was a Nintendo game. And who could forget Digger Bonk? <laughs> can, uh, you, can you really forget it if you never knew about it to begin with? Correct. Uh, yeah, I just want. I, I knew. I knew Donk because I remember like the the shitty. It wasn't even like eight bit. It was like four bit. <laughs> like he's just up at the top doing like the the this thing. And then throwing barrels, and then 
the the character that would be come Mario, Mario. Yeah. was like had to like jump the barrels and climb the ladders and Yeah. Yeah. So uh my cousin had one and I remember playing it on that and that's all. Like I and listen, that could have very well been like a weird Nyquil hallucination or something. I don't know. I don't make the rules. But uh no, my so my original one was the regular Nintendo as well. Uh what was your favorite game? For NES? For NES. Oh god. Um It probably has to just be the original, like... I was close. The the, the, the double like cartridge set of Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Okay. I enjoyed Duck Hunt, but if you didn't play Duck Hunt by just putting the gun on the screen, you were wrong. Right. Which, it took a while to realize that, but once you figured that out... Yeah. Like, that was it. Uh, Mario, for me, was just okay... Um, I wasn't a huge, like, oh my God, I have to play Mario. I did enjoy like the later Mario games that came out, like Mario two and three. Uh, I had Mario two. That one was just okay. I never had Mario three, but I played it at other friends' houses and I loved it and I'm mad that I never owned it. I mean, I remember me and my brother got in a fight over who was playing once. And he bit my leg so fucking hard. <laughs> Do you still have a scar? He, no, well, no, but he broke skin. Like, he, this little motherfucker bit my leg, like, on my fucking, thigh. Fucking degenerate. Because he was pissed off that I was playing, and, like, I wouldn't let him play. Of course. I used to, listen, me and my sister used to have the same fight, so I yeah. can't say much. But um, my issue with Mario 1 was you always knew you were getting to the never-ending level. Yeah. And like to the point that I don't even I still to this day have no idea if there's actually an end to that game. I think there is, but I've never played it long enough to actually No. Because that was like that was before like you could actually like save a game. Yeah. So it was like when you started you played until you didn't want to play anymore or and you then, got yelled at for playing for too long. And then you turned it off and then when you turned it back on to play again, you had to start right from the start oh, yeah. again. Oh yeah. Like I don't think I ever made it past like world like 2. Uh, I'm, I made it into like the, the brown worlds and then obviously there was the, uh, the underground worlds mm-hmm. and stuff, um, or the, sorry, the underwater worlds yeah, and the treat worlds and stuff. But I just, th- and that's what bothered me is like, I, like you got so good at some of the levels because you just played them all the time right. and then you just inevitably got hit in that castle that just never ended. Yeah. And no matter how many times you ran through it, how fast you ran through it, there was just no end to it. Right. And that was the annoying part, and that's why, like, to what turned me off to it. Um, a game well above its time, like, well ahead of its time, in my opinion, Blades of Steel. Never played it. Uh, it is a hockey game, and it was so the camera was like you were looking at a hockey game on TV, and yeah. you just had your dude skating around, and like B was pat or A was pass, B was shoot. There was an, an arrow that went up and down in the crease. And when you like when you hit B to shoot or A to shoot or whatever it was, wherever the arrow was was where the shot was gonna go. Okay. And the goalie and like picture like bubble hockey where the goalie yeah, yeah, only yeah. goes north, like east and east west. East and west, yeah. And that's it. So like he could go like north and south, like get deep in the crease. But basically he had to be between the arrow and where the shot was coming from. And then <laughs> like and and it would be a thing where like if he got it square, it would just stick to him. 
And if he didn't, it would bounce off. But like the gameplay was fairly fluid and stuff. There was fighting in it. It was awesome. Nice. So like you would just like run into a dude three times. And then like the, or the referee, this is the best part. The referee would skate over, like blow the whistle and then go fight. And then there'd be a screen <laughs> where it was you and another dude like knuckled up, like gloves off, knuckled up. And it was like, like if you moved like back, you'd like back off. If you moved down, you'd duck. A was like a, a face punch and B was a body punch. And whoever landed five first won. <laughs> like, and if you, and your team took a penalty if you were the one that lost the fight. So, like, and the, like the referee just hauled your dead body off into the penalty box and play resumed. Like there was no, there was no face off. It was just, you got the puck and go. Cause you won the fight. Right. It was great. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like any of the football games. There was a, a baseball game that I played, but again, like that was another one where it just got to be so like you, you didn't know enough about the game to play it well, to do much with it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, God, it was so long ago. Right. Let's get into some of the. Like, so as as we got older, I could probably name a lot more games for like the other systems that I've had. Sure. So and like so and I think we I, I remember talking something along this topic in the past. I didn't get another new system until Sega Dreamcast. So I missed out on NC, like Super Nintendo, which had uh, some decent wrestling games, specifically Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, there was a Power Rangers game that I loved and I wanted, but I never got a Super Nintendo, so I never had. I'm pretty sure it's the same Power Rangers game that you could have went to the arcade and played. Uh, pretty close, yeah. Um, there was, oh, Ninja Turtles 3 well, for the regular Nintendo was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, like, I just, I remember a couple of those. Nothing crazy. Yeah. So my next one, like, I went from uh, original Nintendo to Nintendo 64. Like, I think my parents got it for me and my brother for Christmas one year. Which, what a, like, this, this was the original, like, changing the mold of the controller design. We, right. And this is when we got away from 8-bit and more into like the 3D models. Yes, because it wasn't just nor- like north-south no. scrolling screens. It was... Okay, and I, I should take that back because I, I did have a Game Gear, if you remember I what that was. I don't even know what that is. Uh, Game Gear was Sega's answer to the Game Boy. Okay. So Game Boy, you had like the big, like the square... Like or sorry, the rectangle, the tall rectangle. Yeah, this was a wider rectangle. So it, honest to God, it looks like what a switch is. Oh, okay. like it's just like that longer thing. But the screen was only like this big. Yeah. The thing was like legitimately eight inches long, ten with inches a two long, inch screen with like a two like a two by four screen in it. <laughs> <laughs> like because like most of it was for te- like four D cell batteries to power yeah. the fucker. Um, but yeah, so I had friends that had N sixty four. Very jealous of it. Some of the best wrestling games ever. I still remember. I have it. I don't know if we plugged it in when I brought my N64 over the one night, but um, WCW NWO Revenge. Yes. Oh, one of the best wrestling. Well, at the time. Uh, no Mercy was up there as well. Um, it was great. Yeah. And again, because that was one of the first ones that was actually like there were finishers. It yeah. wasn't just like. Punch, punch, kick, kick, body slam, body slam, pin. Yeah. Whoever did it first won. Like, right. Uh, 
one of my favorite games for N64, though. Um, obviously, Super Mario 64 is Elite. a classic. Probably Elite. one of the best games that have ever been made. It was mind-blowing. Right. It was legitimately mind-blowing. This was the first game that took something that you're used to walking from left to right and jumping up and down and said... We're going to open the world up a little bit, give it some contour and some context, yeah. and you can run around and do stuff. Yeah. It, like, mind-blowing. Um, i trying to think. GoldenEye, always. GoldenEye was good. GoldenEye is always a classic for N64. Like, those GoldenEye and Super Mario 64 were, like, my two biggest games. Um, ironically, my mom was kind of a stay-at-home mom at okay. the time when me and my brother were younger. Uh, and when me and him would go to school, she would sit there and she would play fucking Super Mario 64 <laughs> all goddamn day while we were gone. Like, obviously, she would get whatever she needed done around the house done. Oh, sure. But then, like, she wouldn't sit there and just watch. No, she'd fucking sit there in, like, me and my brother's bedroom and play Super Mario 64 the rest of the day. That's great. And to this day, like, she still has, like, her save slot on that game. That's awesome. Because every time I've ever plugged it in, I always restart like a new game. Sure. I cannot ever bring myself to delete no. my mother's save file. Absolutely. She not. to this day still has the highest amount of stars collected <laughs> in that game. That's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's great. And so that was the other thing. That was one of the introductions. To saving a to game. To saving a game. Yeah. And having multiple save slots. Having multiple save slots. And if memory serves, there was a memory card for it, right? Like some type of device that plugged in. Yeah, just for Nintendo 64 in general. Yes. And they uh, had rumble packs. That was, and that's where I was going for it. So this was, the, this was the first time. Like So going forward from there, controllers had the rumble ability built in. Built in. But this was a thing that you like. You paid extra for you, yeah. like, hey, and they like they they designed the remotes to have the Rumble Pack plugged in, yeah, which was just genius. Like, hey, we think it's gonna be well, the, really, the memory really card, cool. The memory card actually slotted into the controller too. Yes, yes, and uh, there's so there's another step to that that we'll get to, but um, like they basically said, like we think it would be really cool if something happens, like you're playing a racing game and you crash that the controller vibrates. Yeah. Like, you get hit with something, the controller vibrates. Like, like you're playing football, whatever, and we're going to make you buy it. Yeah. And then it became a thing where, like, you could buy a controller, you could buy a rumble pack, or there was the combo pack where you got a controller with the rumble pack. Yeah. Like, and that was, that. like, I remember the first time playing N64. I'm pretty sure it was up in Canada with my cousins, and they popped a rumble pack in, and we were playing, I think it was either No Mercy or... WCW versus NWO, and I remember the first time I felt the controller vibrate in my hands, I damn near hit the fucking ceiling. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, right. for as much as, I mean, what, we were 10 at the time? Right. Like, as much as my brain would have said that sentence, like, it was It, it was a new sensation. Like, yeah, it was never just felt weird. it before. Yeah, it was, it was cool. And now it's so common, like, half the time, I don't even, like, feel I, it. I, I literally had to sit there and go, do the controller still vibrate? Yeah, and like they do, I, and like I know they use it in different ways now. Like yeah. I know the like the Spider Man game used it as like a Spider Sense type of thing, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Like other other ones have used it. Like oh, you're getting close to where you need to be, so like it vibrates a little bit right. more, like stuff like that. But um, 
No, like that was such a cool thing. Yeah, and you know, the the introduction of the of the ability to save a game that you're not just like pumping hours and hours and hours in, and then have nothing have, to show have for nothing to show day. for it the next day and have to redo everything you just did. Yeah, especially like you get hung up on one of those things that just sticks you. And we've all been there. We've all played that game where like it just has that 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 stage or that puzzle or whatever the yeah, fuck it is. Yeah, you just can't figure it out. And then you find like imagine going through that. And and this is for anybody younger who never played a like a video game system that didn't allow you to save. Imagine going through that spot you've been trying for hours and hours and days and days to the point that like you risk getting in trouble with mom and dad and burning out your your gaming system by leaving it on. Yeah. Because you and, didn't want to turn it off. Yeah. And then, like, you finally beat it. And then you actually have to turn the system off. And it's just, you, next time you get there, you got to do it again. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine it. And I lived it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, did you have anything after the N64? Uh, I went from an N64 to a PS2. Okay. So, at the time, um, I had a couple friends that had, like, Sega Genesis. And then... Uh, Sega Saturn, which was the first jump to like a DVD CD type deal, mm-hmm. and then um, I never had obviously never had one of those either. But at the same time, you had Nintendo come out with the GameCube, mm-hmm. PlayStation came out, Xbox came out, yep, and Sega replied with a Dreamcast with the Dreamcast, and. That was the first time that I got a new system, and was like the PS2 generation. Uh, so I ended up getting a PS2. Okay, down the road. So like those four, those four systems: the GameCube, the, the GameCube, o- the OG, OG Xbox, OG PlayStation, and no, it would have been PlayStation Two. You sure? Yeah. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. OG Xbox and PlayStation 2 were the same generation. Sure. So th- then, yeah, then the OG PlayStation 2, like the big clunky motherfucker. Yeah. That's probably the size of a PS5. How did they get bigger again? I don't like, fucking know. But that thing's huge. It really but, uh, is. Yeah. So uh, I got to I gotta say Sega Dreamcast. And what they did, obviously Sega had to come with their flagship with Sonic. Sonic Adventure, one of my favorite video games of right. all time. Um like the one specifically for Dreamcast that you can actually download on Xbox. I think you can download it on PlayStation as well. Just, it's so good. Yeah. And you can play, you play a Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Big the Cat, uh, Amy, and a robot. I can't think of the robot's name. But once you beat the game with all of the characters, like their story, you unlock Super Sonic. Nice. And you get to play as basically Sonic as a, as a Super Saiyan, where he's all gold. Nice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like, but they made a sequel to it. I never actually got to play it because like they came out with the sequel and then stopped, like they announced that they were stopping production on Dreamcast and Dreamcast games. Yeah. And I was like, cause, and here's the coolest part. Do you remember like Tamagotchis and Gigapets and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dreamcast made their memory cards with a screen on them. So like. You popped it in, and it would, like, show you stuff. Like, it would, like, flash with, like, a bang if something exploded in the game or whatever. Or, like, it would say, like, good job or, like... The fuck? Like, there were different things that, like, would happen on the screen. But if you unplugged it, 
there was a little D-pad and two buttons on it, and it was like this own little, like, A, there were little games and stuff you could play on it, but in that original Sonic game, there were these little, like, like, there were eggs that you would, like, I think they were called, like, cow or chow or something, that you would find, and you would take them to, like, each board, each, like, like open span board that you got to explore to go to, like, different places and different levels had like a little train cart you could jump in to go to this little area where you would then go and hatch these little critters. And then while you're beating opponents throughout the game, they're dropping these little like tiny animals that when you just like run into, they you just like collect them. Uh-huh. And then you show up back to these places and these animals just pop out of you. And these little chow creatures would like, if they like cross each other's path, they would like pick up the animal and then like take on traits of the animal and okay. then you could like you could take one of them and there was like a little memory card station and you put them there and it would upload into your memory card and it could be like that's who you'd play these little mini games with. Oh my god. I never really did it. I never like took it that far. Right. Because I was always the dude that was like I would take this thing to like school or whatever and lose it or get it confiscated or something. It's the only one I have. Mom and dad are not going to buy me a new one. Yeah. And I need to beat Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. But it was cool. It was like a cool concept that it was an extension I think, of. I don't think I even knew anybody that had a Dreamcast. Like everyone I knew either had like N64 and then like upgraded like like they either had like N64 or the original PlayStation and then like everyone pretty much upgraded to either Xbox or PS2 when that came out. Right. And that was uh so <laughs> that was when the two the two football games of the era at least that that and this was I don't even know if Madden existed at the time, but there was NFL Quarterback Club and NFL 2K, and there may have also been Madden at the time. Yeah, I mean Madden's um, been around forever. So NFL 2K was sweet, like it was one of my favorite fucking games because yeah, because Madden came out in like the early nineties and NFL 2K was two thousand. So yeah, um, <laughs> so I would create myself as a wide receiver. To be as tall, as big, and as fast as possible. And any streak route you threw was an automatic touchdown. <laughs> and if for whatever reason, like you threw it early and you'd still just moss people because you're six nine. Right. You're running down and here comes a safety and you hit the stiff arm button. And if you timed it right, it's like you basically fucking KO'd him with a Tyson punch. <laughs> and like and it sounded like it too. It was like whoof, 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 and you're like so like you would, I would just throw like wide receiver screens to myself just to stiff arm as many people as I could, because my stiff arm was elite. Like right. it was a like hundred stiff arms. So I'm just like knocking dudes out, breaking helmets and shit. It was great. Um, and then this introduced me to two of my favorite games ever that came into a like it was like series. And they just stopped making the series. I don't know if like the the company that created the series went out of business, but I'm so fucking mad about it because they could have made 900 of these games and I would have bought them and played them all. And it was the soul, the legacy of Kane. Yes, I've, you've told me about these before. Oh my god, they were so good. Uh, I started playing the first one, or the first one I came around to was called Soul Reaver. And I'm not going to go. I think there's an episode on here where I kind of go into the backstory and all this. Yeah. But it was really, really cool. And then, like, that, like you could go back and play the original, like, Legacy of Kane games, which were the story of the other character, the other, like, main character in Soul Reaver. 
so there was Legacy of Kane, Legacy of Kane 2, Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver 2, and then Legacy of Kane uh, Defiance, it was called. And it was where the two games kind of like crossed paths. Mm-hmm. And right around the time that like I was starting to play that, that's when it was like, okay, like they're not making games anymore. Like you could tell this game was kind of like, it was cool, but they kind of checked out on it a little bit because I think they announced like, when they were putting the finishing touches on the game, like that's when they announced that like Dreamcast was pretty much dead. Sega was yeah. stopping production and stuff. And like, and because of that, like I looked at my parents, I was like, that sucks. Like this is the first system I've gotten in how many fucking years. And they're not making new shit for it anymore. Like they're just done. So yeah. if it's out now, yeah, cool. Dream, if it's not, Dreamcast it's didn't last very long. And I like, they ended up buying me a PS2, you know, when you yeah. had like the little, like, I mean, I like like you had different colored memory cards, so you knew which one had what games on it and yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about your PS2 experience. Oh god, some of my favorite games ever were on fucking PS2 growing up because that's what I had. Like, that's the PS2 is what I really had like in my like formative years, right? Um, like Jack and Daxter. Oh my god, remember those? That I used to play that game all the time. Um, used to be a game called uh, MLB Slugfest. Yes, I had MLB MLB Slugfest 2003, <laughs> and like it was great because like if you were pitching good, like your pitcher would become quote on fire, and then he's literally hucking fireballs. Yeah, it was the baseball version of NBA Jam. The yeah, it was the baseball version of NBA Jam, uh, and then like you had like. Like NBA Jam was a basketball one. Then you had NHL Hits, which yes. was, and then you had NFL Blitz. Yeah, where it was basically like you could just go murder people after the right. play, and yeah, it was like fucking if, great. If you, if you got hurt, you could like willingly choose to shoot up with steroids to keep playing, which like yeah gave you a boost, but also increased your chances for re-injury. And like if you re-injured it, you were it was like dude. Me and odds my brother used ending. to. Me and my brother. I don't remember if NHL Hits was PlayStation or. Because my brother ended up getting an Xbox, like an original Xbox, and I had a PlayStation. And I don't remember what system it was on, but we used to play NHL hits against each other all the time. And it was so simple. It was like, it was three on three. Um, and like, so you selected your team, and then you selected like three players from that team that you wanted to play, like have on your like three squad. And it was just, you just beat the shit out of each other. Uh, it was released on Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. Okay. So I don't know. I don't remember which system right. we played it on because we had one of each. Um, but yeah, those, game, those games were hilarious. I really loved MLB Slugfest because there was an intentional uh, being the batter button. Yep. Like, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, these games were awesome because, like, it... <laughs> category is games that wouldn't be made in 2023 uh, i really wish they would make a new version of those right but they can't because think about this like they're trying to do away with like fights in hockey and dirty hits and yeah. big hits and everything they're trying to do away with like you know people don't like the you know the game polices the game side of baseball where you know you plug somebody intentionally and then the bench is clear and like and we're living in a world where like excessive celebrations and shit are frowned upon, not like they're frowned upon, but they're also common as all hell. Right, like people are bat flipping to the moon in NCAA baseball right now. It, yeah. 
uh, listen, I'm all for it. Um, you know, you, you hit an absolute tank, like you deserve to celebrate, uh, like, and there, there was a young man and like, we, we played a game the other day, hit an, hit like a rocket that our center fielder dove for and missed. And he ended up getting it inside the park home run. And on, as he touched home, he celebrated and everything. And it pissed me off. But the answer is don't let him do that. And he won't celebrate. Right. And that, and I will die like, on that it, hill. It pissed you off because it happened against you. Correct. However, if you would have been the one to hit that piss missile, absolutely, you would have been dancing all the way the fuck around the bases. Oh hell yeah! And like, right? It, it just it was one of those things where like I will die on that hill of if you don't like it, don't let him do it. Right. Like you don't like so you don't want somebody bat flipping, don't let him hit a home run. Pitch better. Yeah. Like you you don't want a pitcher like fist pumping and like showing emotion coming off the field. Don't strike out. Yeah. Like especially in a big spot in a big game with runners in scoring position, like it's just because like and again, there's a time and a place. You know, MLB Tuesday matinee one o'clock game Who gives in fucking May. Probably not throwing the bat to the moon. Jose Bautista hitting a fucking walk off to send your team to the World Series, yeah, or to the ALCS or whatever the hell that was, like, or to force like Game Seven, whatever the hell the situation was. <clears throat> you may never be there again. Listen, I don't care. Hit the damn home run and throw the bat at the pitcher like a fucking tomahawk. I'm in because right. because fuck you. Because <laughs> I will. I may never be in this position ever again. I'm going to get my money's worth if I hit a walk off on you like that. Like, right. And again, I'm not condoning throwing bats at pitchers. I'm just overemphasizing my point. Yeah. But it, it, like all of those things, concussions in football, steroid use, like. Yeah, there was some questionable <clears throat> shit in some of those games, but it was fucking hilarious. And to then use. people wonder what's wrong with our generation. <laughs> I think it's because our generation somehow keeps living through once in a generation events. Yeah, yeah. I like would, I, like I'm sick of like we've had at least like five, five or six that I can name right off the top of my head right now. Yeah, I'm like I thought once in a generation events were supposed to be once in a generation, not fucking ten of them that I can name. But I digress. Yeah, no kidding. Um, um, you know what games were absolutely just terrific on the PS2? The original SmackDown games. Yes. Like, yeah, I had those like SmackDown versus Raw. Like I'm talking like earlier than that. I'm talking oh, like okay. Like and, and they would name them, and obviously like The Rock was the cover athlete for the yeah. first one, and it was just called WWE or WWE SmackDown. Yeah. I think the first one I ever had was like, it was like SmackDown vs Raw, like 2005 or something like that. And um, like, there was questionable shit in there because that was uh, Attitude Era wrestling. So there was oh yeah, like I'm 12 years old playing this, 12 or 13 years old, and I'm having a brawn panties match. <laughs> yeah, like what? Why is that even in the game? Let's see here. I mean, I was here for it. Like, Stacey Keebler versus Trish Stannis in a brawn panties match. Yeah, and like... Absolutely. Like, like, and that was the thing. Like, you hit your finisher, and then instead of walking up and being able to pin them, you, like, hit the same pin button, and it would be, like, peel their shirt off. Yeah, it would, like, rip their <laughs> shirt off or rip their pants off. Yeah. Like, it was... Okay. Yeah, it, it, like, to see, like, pixelated boobs that look like they belong in Madonna's cone-shaped bra. Right. Like, it's like... But but there we there we were a bunch of horny high school kids like oh dude broad panties match look check it out table's gonna be half nude on my TV like yeah 
And then, then you'd go watch Smack like Raw or SmackDown on and Monday. Do a, a live bra and panties match <laughs> yeah, right then, on TV. And then there's Sable's real boobs darn near naked on my TV on a Monday night. But yeah, yeah, no, this the these games were great. Um so the first one was WWF SmackDown. Uh and this came out in two thousand. Okay. To throw that all the way back. And yeah, and this whole thing, um, like it, it, it just it changed the game because that was when everyone had their finisher. It wasn't just a finisher, right? Like I remember, I like I had wrestling games on, on Dreamcast, and like it was just like a generic finisher. Like they, they were generic finishers, but like you could also have like people's finishers as your normal moves. Like right, you could you could have you know sweet chin music as your you know, as one of your move set moves. You could have right. the pedigree. You could have like. And then you got to pick like a, a finisher also, where this was like you had a move set of arm drags and hip tosses yeah, yeah, yeah. and like everything else, and you had to like work up to hitting your finisher. Yeah. And when you did, like the SmackDown thing went across the screen and the camera angle changed. The animation was cool and like yep. Yeah, and and they made some of these moves look so so much cooler than they are in real life. Speaking of, I did just get the new WWE 2K. Did you? Twenty three. Yeah. You know what we have to do, right? Yeah, I'll yeah. bring my Xbox over one of these. Yeah, days. we'll sit down and we'll we'll make some and we'll yeah. redo the rumble. Yeah, we'll fucking we'll do a common debauchery, a common debauchery mania. We'll put yeah. it. We'll 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 live stream it somehow. There you go. With us on commentary. There you go. <laughs> like, Sweet. Like that. What, what what's that one show? Uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Yes. Well, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, our uh, our video game. Yeah, we'll put the camera behind the couch, facing the TV, and then like you'll just see the top of our heads and us commentating. It'll be yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I am one thousand percent in for that. Um, All right. Yeah, but like the, these games were just so cool, and yeah. like th- this, I grew up uh, doing these with Austin, where we legit the first time we played these games, we legitimately took three hours each to create our characters yeah and like because we were a tag team like and quote unquote to try to save time he would create his like and start having started creating it before i got there and then like i would just copy his and then change it to like fit and to like look like me and make the moves i wanted right but like there was a point where these games got so intense where like you could create your own finisher and shit yeah and everything like but it was it was just so cool and to see, like, and again, I remember like playing those games and like, oh my god, it's like that's really the Undertaker on my TV. And nowadays, like, I'll be scrolling through Facebook and it'll be like every every version of the Tombstone ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've seen you those. Go back and look, and I'm like, how did you ever think those graphics were good? Right. The only thing they ever got right in any of those games was Triple H's nose. Yeah, because it damn near poked your eye out from the TV. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, so man. good! So many good games for PS2. Um, and this, this is where this is where the Halo world comes in. Yeah, uh, like this is where the, Halo dropped for Xbox and the OG. started. Like that, that's like the OG like shooter game before like Call of Duty. Yeah, like Call of Duty was around um, right around that time is when Call of Duty came out too. But like Halo is the OG. Um, the only thing is that I didn't. I had a PlayStation at the time, and Halo was exclusive to Xbox. Right. I didn't get. An, I didn't get an Xbox until 2008, and by that point, I'm just like, I'm not gonna go back and play a game from 2002. 
Yeah, and like, so the only thing I remember from the original Halo was land parties. Yeah. So like, yeah. either you would like th- th- this was one of the first games or first times you would like squad up with four or eight people yeah. and play and like all like you'd all be on the same TV and then they expanded it to you could actually play with other people in a huge multiplayer game but yep. the only caveat was they had to be on the same network as you yep. that was something like my my freshman year at buff state that was something we did like yep all right everyone bring your your xbox and your own goddamn tv so th- that's what it became to this fucking area so that that's what it ended up becoming and we used to do that actually we'd go to uh our buddy poe's house and there was a point we had 16 people and 16 tvs and like Two two teams, you know, two teams of eight or whatever, two teams of six, yeah. like six of you downstairs, six of you upstairs. And the only thing that moved was the Xboxes. Like once we set TVs up, like I don't care that your TV is downstairs, you're playing upstairs right now. So take your Xbox, like unplug everything, leave the plugs, everything, just move your Xbox upstairs yep. and somebody will bring theirs. And like we just like paraded around and shit like that. Yeah. It was great. But no, we started doing that with like, we did like a, a, a battle royale where it was probably 30 of us and like a, a brawl for all like Royal Rumble style Not to Halo mention, match. Like looking back, like how the fuck did our network connections ever support that shit? Well, and that's, that's one of those things for me where I look at that and I'm just like, everyone, like everything was wired at the time. There was, yeah. there was no wireless internet. This was like, like this was like dial up internet days too. Like, so I like, we had the probably colleges were probably from some of the first like Ethernet right style and like that's what we played on like that yeah. that's how we played it was you know we were all in the same fucking cable the same running net- everywhere yeah the same network in the same dorms and yeah, yeah. I, that's just what it is and yeah that th- those were fun and then uh, when the 360 came out, that's when that really took that next step with Halo Two, Halo Three. Yeah, because that's when it became less of LAN parties and like actual like that like the that will get into that generation with the xbox 360 and the ps3 that's really where online multiplayer came into effect instead yes. of land party yeah and that's and like we would do that and like the, the then there were, then that became lim, like limiting because now we couldn't have 16 people in the same house because yeah. wireless wireless internet back then wasn't that good no you were you were lucky like that was back when you know your laptop had Ethernet ports on it and stuff yep. because you had to. Yeah. Now, like, what do you mean I have to be wired to the internet? Right. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here on a MacBook. Couldn't wire my MacBook to the internet if I wanted to. Nope. But yeah, the. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's God. What what a time to be alive. That was so much fun. I miss that shit. Like, like I we do. Grew up, we grew up through like a weird like technological upgrade like oh my generation oh my god like because because like us as millennials like we remember a time before the internet yes and we we grew up with the internet yeah like we, like we grew up as the internet grew up and like we we grew up at a time where if you wanted to play video games with your friends you had to go hang out with them right and now i mean there are people who are probably they consider each other like great friends that have never actually seen each other face to face i have a few of them like, like I got friends in Ireland. Yeah, I mean, and, like because of well, and, and online one, multiplayer gaming, and like, and, and one of them, like, at least at one point, you were trying to get him on the show to, yeah. to 
to do a podcast with I us still one day. Be, I still, still should try, see if Phil wants to come on. Yeah, I mean, even if that's the thing that you want to do, like, just the two of you guys can have the episode to yourself. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's no, fine. We'll zoom you in or something. But yeah, I mean, that's, like, and, and as cool as that is, I also think that, like, there's something missing from, like, the times that you had to go and, like, right. you know, like, you just, like, we were talking today when you bought your, your, your PS5 that you bought a second controller. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at it and was like, well, I, I didn't buy a second controller. I bought a headset because I'm going to download Shell and that's how I'm like, I need the headset for that. Right. You know, I, I don't need the headset for anything else, you know, and it just, it's mind boggling to sit back and think like, I used to like get on my bike and ride my bike into, I mean, I grew up on the, like on the Lancaster Alden line Yeah. and I used to ride my bike into the village and further to go play video games with people. Yeah. You know, it was so yeah, good though. Time. Yeah. What a time. It man. was so good. And then like you get into like, obviously like there's a lot of Greek games for like the original Xbox and, and PlayStation two. Uh, then you get into like 360 and PS three. And that's when the online multiplayer really took off with like, that's when call of duty really became relevant was during that generation of console. Yeah. Um, and that that's where I switched over to Xbox because I went from PS2 to a 360 and Xbox 360, and I've been a strict Xbox for since 2008. Yeah i I jumped to Xbox dirt like with the 360. So, and that was like that was the Halo heyday. I mean, we all had one. Um, I think Austin may have been the only one that had. That had a PlayStation through that whole that whole run, but like, because basically back then it was like, that's when it really kind of became. Oh, you can play with your friends now. You can play with your friends online. Okay, now you got to figure out. You got to talk with your friends. Okay, who's getting what system? So we all get the same system, so we can all play together. Right, and if you like, so much so there's like there's a South Park episode about it called the Council Wars. Yeah, (laughs) like. And they do this whole weird, like, mixed Game of Thrones thing. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. But, like, that's the thing. Like, your friends actually, like, if you, if, you were the, system you if you were the dude with the PlayStation and all your friends had Xboxes, you were odd man out. Yeah. I legitimately went through that. When when Ali Cat and I first, first started dating, we moved into our apartment together. Like, I would get irritated that a couple of my buddies would get together every Thursday and, 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 play, and play Chell. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'd, like... That'd be fun to hang out. And it really what the answer became was they were doing it on PlayStation and I had an Xbox. Yeah. And that's when I ended up getting my PS4. Yeah. Like that, that was a Christmas like, gift basically from... Basically what your friends have dictates what you get. Yes. Yeah, without without question. Yeah. And like it was it was Chell. It was Call of Duty. It was... I mean, I remember sitting up late for hours and hours and hours playing Call of Duty. And, yeah. And then this leads us to the funniest story of the night to wrap up. We started with saying, oh, we got the PS5s. You, know, you got one, I'm I got one. I'm super excited about because, like I said, I've been an Xbox guy for the past 14 years at this point. 14, almost 15 years. Yeah. So now that I have a PS5, I'm not even looking to play, like, the new shit that's come out. Like, I'm going back and I'm playing, like, old-ass shit that was PlayStation, like, PS3, PS4 exclusive games. That I never got to play. So, like, right now I'm playing through Uncharted. Right. Like, there's so... Like, I opened up my world to a brand new catalog of games that I've never been able to play. And it's it's honestly overwhelming. 
like and, knowing how many well, games and, are out there. And, and we're sitting here talking about the fact that like I, I'm trying to con- I'm for those playing the home game, I'm trying to convince Rotten Jack to play the original God of War trilogy before playing God of War and now the newer God of War. And just to get the backstory and stuff. And I'm gonna call you on this because you're like, Oh, I can't play a game that's that old and blah blah blah. I'm like, but you just told me you were, so fuck off. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't lie to me. Just say I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. I, I'm just listen, dude. I told you what you wanted to hear to appease you to get me off, get you off my ass. Like I'm not going to play the original. <sighs> You're missing out. Anyway, um, so I, I'm excited because I mean, I I never really thought saw myself getting a PS5, but I mean, here, so here we are. Like the, the two of us have been friends for for two plus years now. Two years longer than two, that. Two like, years on the show. Two years on the show, and probably closer to three as friends. Yeah, and because yeah, you were we were kind of just like barber and client for about a year. Yeah, and then we really kind of. Well, how long have you been in the house here? This upcoming fall, this two upcoming years. will be three years, wasn't it? Yeah, this upcoming fall will be three. So right about right about there is yeah. where we really kind of became friends. But yeah, so we uh, you know we've never actually been able to play like online gaming the game online together now we can because we both have the same system finally right and if that requires me to spend the money and buy chell to play with you like even if it's just like one game for us to play together and listen chell chell is chell is fun if chell is up, a good if time. it ends up being chell or if it ends up being any kind of any other game I, yeah. I don't care. Like, and, and listen, like we we can find other stuff to play together too. Right. Like I I'm not opposed to that. Like Chell Chell is just the one that has been a commonality with like other friends of mine throughout right. the years. So, um, but we did we did see a first tonight. We did, and this and was hilarious. This, this was oh hilarious. my god, it was fucking great. So you you guys heard the story of me buying Hogwarts Legacy. I I put I, I initially tried to buy it for PS4. They keep pushing it back. My theory on that is that they're either either having compatibility issues, which is honestly what I think is happening with the Switch, or they just keep delaying it because they want people to just buy the new system. Like I don't think they're ever actually go like they're gonna like put it off for so damn long. I think what they're doing is they learned uh, a, a hard lesson with uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, that they released it for everything. They released it for like the new uh, like. Uh well PS5 was PS5 even out even out yet? No, PS5 wasn't even out yet or maybe it just came out. But they released it for like PS4, Xbox One uh Elite or whatever like the Yeah, they, they just ever all And of it. but they also released it for like the so it was like PS4 Pro and the Xbox equivalent of that. And the, but then they also released it for like the day one like Xboxes and PS4s. Right. And the hardware and the technology that was in those was so subpar compared to the stuff that was in the newer, like, PS4 Pro versions sure. of those that the game didn't fucking work so, and, and on those older consoles. I, I think it's – so I think it's twofold. I think – so they learned their lesson with that. But I also think they're looking at it saying, like, why are we putting all this extra time and effort – into building this game out to work on a right because at this point we're we're now this was the third holiday season that the the xbox one x and the ps5 have been available granted it's been a rocky road that right about now is when you've really kind of been able to reliably walk into like any walmart target GameStop, and actually be like hey i have one ps5 please then like here you go right for the past three years it's been like uh, we haven't even seen a ps5 in six months um but 
it's uh I don't even know where I was going with that. Yeah. Uh so basically they, so that's my thought. Uh, my thought is that they're they're they keep pushing back the releases on the on the like older oh, gen systems. Yeah. To because they I, I like honestly I don't think they're ever going to actually no, because really release it now, on PS4. Now 3 years and, in on these new systems we're getting to the point where they got to stop making these games for these old systems to force people to finally convert to these new systems. And that's exactly my thought. And uh, like, I, and I said that to the guy at GameStop today, I was like, listen, I came in here to buy Hogwarts for PS4. I was like, they were like, oh, it'll be like a couple weeks. And then I came in and they're like, oh, they pushed it back to April again. And I'm like, then they looked while I was here and they said, never mind, it's May. Uh, I really do believe they're having the compatibility issue with the, with the Switch, like we talked about just because the, the, the technological the, aspect of it. Like, well, and the controls and the buttons and I whatever. Just, I don't but, understand how a Switch is going to run that game. And, and yes, and that's we, we talked about that. Or we mentioned it at least. Yeah. But my, like, so th- they got me. You caught me. You caught the tater. I bought the fucking PS5. Fuck it. But we booted the son of a bitch up. We set it up. We got it plugged into the TV. And we did it because I bought the game, so it's something that Alley Cat and I can both play. Yeah. Uh, and me she, and, you, me and she, you had some stuff that we had to take care of. She so has we got never, it all set up so she could play. And she has never, not never, to quote Cat Williams, not never, ever has she played any type of gen anything system. The closest thing she's come to is a Switch or a Wii. Yeah. And here she is trying to play Hogwarts. And all Listen, of a su- listening to her. All of a sudden from the other room, you just hear, Mother, <laughs> son of a. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Throw an extra sound effect there for you. But it was just so funny. And like, I just peeked in from the kitchen uh, as Rotten Jack's trying to like show her <laughs> how to get through the and one. Then she's part. like, I'm trying to do what it's saying and it's not working. All right, let me see the controller. Maybe something's messed up here. And I grabbed the controller because I've played Hogwarts Legacy already. And like, I'm just like, pop, 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 pop. And like, it, it's working perfectly. This is user error. <laughs> and he hands the controller back to her and she's like I'm and doing it I'm and doing it like watch it nothing's happening <laughs> it's just so so funny it's like she's just going nuts and I just peek in from the kitchen and she's like don't you say a in word <laughs> I go no 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 she goes don't no don't don't make fun of me I'm like I'm not making fun of you I want you to understand something this is like the next time you hear or see me or any video ever of a guy like losing his ever loving mind while playing a video game and Gronk spiking his controller. So it shatters into a million pieces. Now you understand. Yeah. Like welcome to the gamer world's like the bane of our existence. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, I understand now because she's heard me like mother. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been there, and unless you've also been there, that's when people are like, I don't understand how people can get so upset during video games. And then Alley Cat's doing it, and she's getting so upset during the video game. <laughs> and me and you are both sitting there with shit-eating grins on our faces. Oh, like, we're just laughing. She gets it now. Just laughing. But uh, So that'll wrap it up for this episode of Common Debauchery. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online, BICBP-radio.com. Check out our social media, Common Debauchery on Facebook and at Common Debauchery on Instagram. We have our nickname polls up and running as we speak. And with all of that being said, I am the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery.